The Arizona Cardinals did it, batting a thousand after round one of the 2023 NFL draft. You are locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Come in. Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. This is a smile. I don't know if many have seen this from me over the course of the last five seasons for more than a day or two at a time, but I am over the moon as it pertains to what we experienced during the first round of the 2023 NFL draft. Today's episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game. So we didn't really know what was going to happen. We had no idea if the Cardinals were actually going to be able to trade out of number three overall. We were getting, I mean, well, we were getting close to the draft had started and we didn't really have any sort of indicator one way or the other, whether the Cardinals were going to stick and pick or trade back. And if they were to trade back, who would be with? And then number one off the board, Bryce Young. Number two, five minutes left with Houston. It's like Cardinals still on the clock. And they pick C.J. Stroud. And then number three comes up. And the Cardinals, like the graphics showed, the graphics showed the pick is in. And it was the Cardinals. And I'm like, did we really just have all of this ramp up? For the Cardinals just to pick Will Anderson at three overall, and the trade comes in, the Cardinals move down to 12. They get a future first. They get Houston second round pick. And they're still picking in the top 15. And with all the needs the Cardinals have, even if they would have stayed at 12, they would have got a guy of, I mean, a guy that would have bolstered this roster. And then we get to four or five, and then you see, tweets out from multiple sources the cardinals are moving back up to six it's like okay what are they giving up here what are they giving up here and then when you see that all they gave up was 12 and 34 to move back up to six and they still kept their first round pick and I know there were ancillary picks. Like the Cardinals get, you know, one of Houston's third rounders, I think, next year. They're giving up a fourth rounder this year. Like, I'm talking about the top picks in the trades. It's like, did Monty Austin Ford just move down three spots, draft the guy they want, and get a future first? And it being, for those who are wondering, it's because Houston has not only theirs, but they have the Cleveland Browns pick for the Deshaun Watson trade. This is the Houston Texans pick, which could – Definitely be a top 10, if not top five pick next season. So at this point, I'm like, what in the wide world is happening here? 
And the reason why I'm taking an entire segment for us to relive what we experienced last night is it's what winning organizations do. I'm going to say that again. What Monty Asifor did, and listen, there's a long way to go, okay? I'm not crowning anybody, anything at all. Like, this isn't like the overstatement of the century. All you can do is grade Monty Asifor, Jonathan Gannon, and the Cardinals from what has happened up until this point in the draft. It was obvious in free agency they were going to punt. And then you look at what happened last night. Meticulous. Calculated. Perfect. I made the bold prediction on Lockdown NFL Thursday. The show I host with Tyler Rowland of Lockdown Titans. Check that out. It's on, you know, YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Said the Cardinals and the Eagles would win the first round. And I think the Cardinals and the Eagles won the first round. You can check out Gino Camilleri and Louis DiBiase locked on Eagles. I mean, they just had to Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith just fall into their lap. It's unbelievable. But with the Cardinals, what they've done is position themselves to go to the moon over the next 18 months. First things first, accumulate future draft pick, like I said, get a position of need. They did. 6-6, hopeful left tackle for the future. DJ Humphries has no guaranteed money after this year. They might play him inside until then. It doesn't matter. Like going back to what I said ad nauseum last year was the Cardinals did what they were supposed to do and not trade for Hollywood Brown. They would have had Tyler Linderbaum playing behind Rodney Hudson. Rodney Hudson goes down. You have your center for the future. This is what they did this year. And they got a future first by dropping down three spots on top of getting a third round pick, which is important because of something we'll talk about later that kicked off the draft. I'm going to backload that. We're going to talk about the tampering in the third segment. But let's just relive quickly what happened last night. Going into it with uncertainty, the draft. What is Monty Osborne going to do? Are there a bunch of suitors that want to move up to three? The Cardinals, after watching C.J. Stroud go at two, at least I thought, damn it. Who wants Anthony Richardson? Who wants him? Because they were, I mean, on FanDuel, I mean, Will Anderson was the favorite to go number two overall until like right before the draft or close to before the draft. And then when CJ Stroud went, it's like, damn it. Now the Cardinals are going to pick Will Anderson. It's going to be fine, but they're not going to be able to maximize like they thought. And then getting offered Houston, jump back up, draft Will Anderson. Will The Texans gave up a future first round pick, a 2023 second round pick, and change for Will Anderson. Like, he could be great, but that's that's a hell of a package. If the Cardinals get a third rounder next year, I believe. It's like, what are we doing here? And then the Cardinals parlay those two picks to move back up to number six to draft who they want ahead of probably three teams who would have drafted Paris Johnson. And you saw that by all of the offensive linemen that went between six and 12. So when we look at, I still think the Cardinals should have traded back into the first round. Um, but, you know, there were a couple spots. Like Christian Gonzalez was there in the late teens. And I feel like if DeAndre Hopkins wasn't part of the deal, they wouldn't have traded back into the first one like I did in the mock draft. But going into tonight, the Cardinals have positioned themselves excellently. They got their offensive lineman for the future. They've got what's set to be a top 10 
pick in 2024 that's not theirs. And they picked up a third round pick for tonight. Could be a lot worse. Monty Austin for it batting a thousand with a masterclass of how to maneuver around your first draft and maximize the number three overall pick while getting somebody of impact. And they did with Paris Johnson Jr. 6-6 tackle out of Ohio State. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. What about tonight? There's a lot of picks for the Cardinals tonight. What's next? What needs to happen next? There are a couple positions of need. Do you reach in the second round for somebody because there's going to be a lot of picks between the second and third round? Do you go get best player available? Let's talk about it. Next, Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever thought about, you know, being the GM of a franchise, this game is a thousand percent for you. Especially, you know, being around the Cardinals for so long. Maybe you take a crack at it. You know, maybe it shows could be a little bit easier than what we've witnessed. And you've heard me talk about this, you know, the mobile game out for a long time. And, you know, it's it's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. When you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory trying to build a historic dynasty. When With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including negotiating player salaries and terms, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, injuries, player personnel issues, and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked On Cardinals listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com to look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Cardinals hit an absolute home run grand slam. Grand salami, if I may. Grand slam in the first round of the draft. Trading back, acquiring future draft capital, and drafting a player of impact for 2023. Checks the boxes. I, you know, what I said before the draft, the Cardinals should trade down twice to accumulate capital. This is almost as good. It is because they have now two bites of the apple for the Caleb Williams, Drake May sweepstakes in 2024. Not to say they're going to draft the quarterback, but the Cardinals and the Texans have the worst odds to win the Super Bowl, one and two. So if that holds true next year, just in a perfect in a vacuum scenario, the Cardinals could have the top two picks in the 2024 NFL draft. And so many teams are going to want Caleb Williams and Drake May. That could turn into six first round picks if the Cardinals trade out of both of those spots. Like, it could be bonkers next draft if things come like that. But you got to think that, like, if Kyler Murray comes back, you just picture both those picks being top 15, and that's fantastic for the Cardinals as they transition and position themselves to be a successful, rational, functional organization, or as close to that as an NFL organization can be. What does tonight look like? The Cardinals are drafting at the top of the second round. There's a couple big names still out there. Joey Porter Jr., corner is a big name. Unfortunately for the Cardinals, the Pittsburgh Steelers are picking 32nd, and that is the alma mater of Joey Porter Sr.'s dad, Joey Porter, or Joey Porter Jr.'s dad, Joey Porter 
senior. So most likely, unless there's some trades that happen, things like that, the Cardinals are going to be SOL there. Uh, when it comes to position of need, okay, there's a couple obvious ones. And as we look to the second round, it's 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 something that you're kind of looking at a different lens. Okay. Like what you're looking at here is, well, first off, before we even get to the players, Will Levis still being on the board could yield fruits for the Cardinals. Now I'm sure Pittsburgh is going to field offers too. The Cardinals are going to field offers. The Cardinals can move down 15 spots, get an extra third round pick and still get a, still get an impact player later in the second round. I mean, if we, we're looking right now, like best player available for best player available for the Cardinals and what they need. Joy Porter Jr. Okay, Brian Branch, safety out of Alabama. Depending on what's going to happen with um, with Buda Baker, uh, you have you know, and, and this is where it gets interesting. Okay, you got B.J. Ojolari, who's an edge rusher or you know outside linebacker out of. LSU, who was the apple of Maya. You got Keely Ringo from Georgia, who's an Arizona Arizona kid. Like, there's a, those are like the traditional heavy hitter spots for the Cardinals. But then, if the Cardinals were to move down because of a trade for Will Levis or a team that wanted to trade up, a hot name is John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota center. So I know that the Cardinals drafted offensive lineman in the first round. If you draft a center in the second round, they again, they have so many positions of need. One of the things that I've been preaching over the last six seasons since I've taken over this podcast is the Cardinals need strengths. They need position groups that are strengths. Offensively, they don't have a strength right now. I used to say quarterback, but they don't have a strength right now. It's not offensive line. It's not wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins isn't there. It's not running back. It's not tight end. The tight end, we'll see about Trey McBride and Zach Ertz, but there's no bona fide opposing defenses have to scheme for this position group on offense as currently constructed. So if you draft a center and a potential left tackle for the future for the next decade, that is going to be a strength for the Cardinals. Maybe not right away, but once those guys, you know, initiate themselves and the game slows down and in, 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 in the NFL game, like could be a lot worse. So it is, there are a couple things at play here. One, it's kind of a pick your poison. It's kind of a best player available. And also it's what trajectory, like what, what path do you want to take? If you're the Arizona Cardinals, do you want to shore up an outside linebacker? Do you want to shore up a corner because their cornerback room is atrocious? Or do you want to take, the best center available at the position. Now, again, a lot of this will be predicated upon if the Cardinals trade back or stay at 33. That's, that's really going to be the limits test here. It's like if the Cardinals want to move back 10 spots to a team that wants to draft Will Levis and you can still get John Michael Schmitz at 42 instead of 33 and you're picking up an extra third rounder this year to be able to fill out the cornerback room and maybe some pass rush, things like that, do it. Just remember, this is a two-draft process. The Cardinals are not going to get everything they need this draft. And when you look at the defense, the defense is an atrocity right now. It just is. If you look at the offense, maybe you bolster what you can on the offensive side of the ball because, what do I say? Wait for it. If you don't protect Kyler Murray, none of this is going to work. So you draft, you trade back, you draft the center, pair, pair him with Paris Johnson Jr. 
And then you could fill out the defense a little bit with their multiple third round picks that they have, especially if they were to trade back, probably pick up another one. Now you're cooking with gas. As important as what Monty Austinfort was able to pull off last night, a backup dancer worth of importance is what they do for the three hours, the three and a half hours tonight in the second and third round. It is incredibly important because what the Cardinals haven't been able to do since Steve Kemp took over pretty much is maximize what they do after the first round. They couldn't even maximize the first round. Maximizing the second round, Rondell Moore, Byron Murphy, trading up for Buda Baker was the best move that Steve Kime made as a GM. But then the third round was kind of an afterthought. It's like they haven't really had any position players of impact in the third round. We'll see what happens with Cam Thomas and my Jay Sanders. Josh Jones seems to be a bust, even though he hasn't gotten the playing time that people thought he could. Like the Cardinals need to hit tonight also. So far, so good, but a long way to go in an effort to call this draft an A. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. The Arizona Cardinals tampered with Jonathan Gannon by Monty Osborne making a phone call before he was allowed to. The Cardinals had to swap third-round picks. What does it mean going into tonight? I'll hit that next. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Bilt Bar. I love Bilt Bar, okay? It's the best-tasting protein bar on the planet. It's the healthiest candy bar on the planet. However you want to, however you want to shake it, Built Bar is where you got to be, okay? They're all covered in 100% real chocolate while keeping incredible macros. Listen to these flavors. Churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream. The macros I mentioned, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. And now, on top of all of that, you don't even need to wait to get a box. For years, we've said, go to Built.com, go to Built.com. But now you can go to Walmart or Sam's Club to get specialty flavors as well as at built.com. That's right. Head to the nearest Walmart today. Walk to pick, walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars. Then you can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puff. If you're close to a Sam's club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puff. You can thank me later. Home run after the draft started last night for the Cardinals. Before the draft, strikeout. Adam Schefter reported that the Arizona Cardinals tampered with Jonathan Gannon. They didn't wait long enough to call him and ask for an interview. They had an impermissible phone conversation. So the Cardinals had to swap their third-round pick. It was mid-60s for 91, I believe, or 93. The Eagles' third-round pick um, as punishment. And the Cardinals also, with the trade back up into six. They got the 81st pick in the third round. So it's kind of hedged the bet. But the Cardinals, I mean, 30 spots is a big drop. 28, 25, 30 spots is a big drop in the third round, especially for a team that needs as much talent as possible towards the top of each round. So little deal, big deal, or no deal? It's a deal. Uh, my first thought was Michael Bidwell telling, I, I don't know if this isn't reported or anything. My thought process was, well, Michael Bidwell just told Monty to call him. It's like, oh, we're unveiling new uniforms anyways. It doesn't matter. Fans are dumb. That's what I think Michael Bidwell thinks about fans. We'll deflect. It'll be fine. Regardless, Jonathan Gannon said a couple things. Like, Jonathan Gannon said he didn't know that they were interested in him until after the Super Bowl. Obviously, I mean, that can't be true. If they had a conversation with him, they were, probably weren't talking about going fishing and having no conversation about 
you know, potentially being the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. But all in all, because of what Monty Austinfort did and what the Cardinals did in the first round, that is going to just be, you know, that is just going to be distant memory for people. People aren't going to remember the tampering thing, really. Unless the Cardinals' third-round pick ends up being a Hall of Famer, you know, the pick where the Cardinals would have picked in the third round ends up being this all-world, all-pro. It might come back to bite the Cardinals in the rear end then, but all things considered, it's not a huge deal. It seems the Cardinals did still retain a third-round pick. They didn't have to give up a first-round pick or something like that, but it's just the Cardinals. It's just the Cardinals. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Get pumped. The second and third round are upon us tonight. Think good things. Hopefully the Cardinals can build out a roster to position themselves for success in the upcoming season or two. Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Or I'll talk to you Monday. That's what I meant.